This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. We have a special guest today, someone who has become a fast friend of our community, a very successful student here with us. And I'm really excited for you guys to get to meet her, but also for you guys to hear about her experience and then how she's navigating life as a director of operations. If you listen to our podcast episodes, you probably know that the Ops Authority has a certification program called the Director of Operations Certification. And Mora is one of those students who came through. Not only did she come through our program and was she a star, she was a superstar within our program because she completed both of our tracks. And we're going to dive into that a little bit more today. But if you're looking at becoming a DOO or a certified DOO, these episodes are super helpful for you to gain a better understanding of what this really looks like, not only the certification, but also what it looks like in practicum, what it looks like as you translate those skills that you learn inside of the program and put them into a real world setting. And so Maura is going to share a little bit about her experience today. And before we dive in, I'd like to formally introduce you to Maura. After 20 years as an entrepreneur in the online world, our guest today, Maura Cleary, pivoted to a space that she has longed to be, focusing solely on operations. Today, Maura works at a job she loves, creating strategic efficiencies, running the day-to-day operations, and treating customers as family. But after living in the online space for so long, she found it hard to just walk away, which is where her company comes in. Systemize Ops helps purpose-driven small business owners who view technology as a necessary evil to become more operationally minded. Through her VIP weekends, she evaluates current systems and develops strategic plans that can be implemented come Monday morning. Best of all, it's in a way that makes the best sense to the owner. When not working, Maura is frequently found taking long mornings, visiting her daughters many states away, and killing every plant she used to enjoy watching grow. <laughs> Thank you for adding a little bit of humor at the end there. Because yeah, let's bring reality. I, I so resonate with all of those things. I see these beautiful plants and I'm like, man, I, I can see myself like having a garden one day. And then <laughs> I'm humbled whenever I take on the exploration of just having a couple of them. So. Anyway, Maura, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thanks so much, Natalie. I really, I'm nervous and excited all in a bundle for you. Oh, well, I'm really, really grateful that you've taken some time to share with us. And, you know, we get to know each other pretty well when we're going through the certification. And then especially for students like you who are really engaged, you really took, I think that you took 
every single piece out of the program and you, you know, you went to work, you were an active, engaged student. And those are the ones that we get to have the deepest relationship. They're also the students who tend to be the most successful. And when we say successful, we mean getting all the way through our content, achieving all the milestones. And for those of you guys that are listening, we have two different tracks. So you can join us in the certification if you are an employee in somebody else's company. And then you also have the opportunity to join us if you're a bit what we call a business builder. So someone who is using their operational skills to create a business for themselves. And you're going to use these skills to up-level what you're currently providing. And so most of the time, people are going to go through one track. Mora was one of these very <laughs> rare students who came through, and she was able to be on both of those tracks. And then, wow, first time ever, but Mora completed and was successful at, at meeting the milestones for both tracks. So that is 12 different milestones to achieve within this five and a half month program. So Maura, that of course made you a standout student, but it wasn't just the achievements that you were able to achieve during our time together. It was really the way that we saw you applying the knowledge and how you could, how you saw the opportunities that you had and you just, you went after them. You know, you learned the content, you met with your accountability advisor on a regular basis and and obviously the results speak for themselves through the different milestones that we assigned. So anyway, congratulations formally. And, <laughs> you know, this is a great time to highlight those things. But the thing that makes you the most unique is the fact that you are a hybrid DOO. If you, When I say hybrid, I mean you both are an employee in someone's business. And then you also have your own small business on the side. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, I think it started when... I had no intention on going down the business builder side or, you know, reenacting my my side business. But as soon as they said, oh, no, you can do the the business builder track as well. I was like, oh, so exciting. So much fun. <laughs> but then along with it, it was and I think they really you all really helped me figure out what that actually looked like. I didn't want to have this huge business. I didn't want to take on every project, every HR. Like I did, I wanted to make it small and bite-sized for myself. And that's when I decided to stick strictly with strategic mapping. I knew that is something that I can do really well. I can do it in a weekend. And then I don't have to go on and take on additional projects. This is my one sole product. And when I saw it that way, it just made it so much easier. That way I can fit it into the weekends that I still go out and have fun and do things and go travel. But I can also take a few weekends out of the month and do these projects with other people. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering and like scratching your head thinking, hmm, what is strategic mapping? It is one of the license frameworks that we share inside of the program. And in a nutshell, strategic mapping allows us as the operator to come into a business typically at the very beginning of our working relationship and evaluate on, you know, seven different areas within the business, which we know are the foundation of business, of any kind of business. So it's a really flexible framework that you can use anywhere. 
And you're exactly right, Maura. It's got a start and it's got a finish line. So the deliverable is there and you can do this in a whole lot of different ways. And Maura has chosen to do this in a VIP format and for her on the weekend so that it fits nicely into her life. And she's at a stage of life where her children are out of the house. And so her weekends look a little bit different. And we talk a lot about that inside of our certification, probably because of me and where I am in my stage of life, getting closer to having my children out of the house. And so, you know, who you are, your business model today, your goals today, they're naturally going to shift over time. And Maura, you're a good reminder to me that, you know, as me, as being a like a true operator, I tend to get really focused in the day-to-day and I kind of forget about that vision of myself. And I've been very intentional about looking at my vision. And here in a couple of years, my vision is going to look different because my current state, which I can't see for myself today, I cannot even imagine a life without my children, you know, running me, but that day is coming. And it's just a a reminder that being flexible, being open and knowing that you're going to continue to navigate that as we move forward is truly a, a reality. So I love that you have that you said capsule. And I thought that that was an awesome word, but I like that you have taken this one service and are going to build something that is sustainable. It's easy. When I say easy, it's just, you're not creating complexity for yourself. You know that this is probably secondary to your full-time income, but it's also something where you can still deliver a lot of value, work with people you want to work with and not have the pressure of serving this person in an ongoing capacity because you already have that from your full-time employer. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know where this is going to take me. I mean, I just graduated. Yeah. Just, I think last week, the week before. So it's really building and, you know, these are the ideas that I have and this is what I plan to do, but who knows? And I definitely am open to being flexible and figuring out what works for me and works for our family and with my company that I work for. So yeah. Let's talk about the company that you work for. I don't want you to name them by name, but what is your role at that company? Describe what that looks like today. Sure. Well, today's a little different, but I will say, so I came in a little over a year ago and they've been in business for 25 years, but they never sold their own product. So it is, it's a non-for-profit that sells product to earn money basically. And so they started selling their own product last year. And I came on to manage all the customer side, all the sales side, and all of the digital operations, the mechanics of the product selling. So that's where I was. Taking that today, I do all of the internal operations. I work with the CEO to do the day-to-day operations. And I still do the customer side. I still do the sales and I still do the managing of the three websites we have. So it sounds like you stay quite busy over there. (laughs) A little bit, a little bit. Yes. What does your team look like? Currently, it is just me. So in the three to five year plan, we have one to two people underneath me. Mm -hmm. And we're also, I'm creating all those SOPs so that when I'm out or I take a vacation, we have our office manager that can come in and she can cover for me. So that's been a really big help bringing her on board. So she kind of split between the two of us Mm -hmm. right now. When you started to look at the DO certification, was it you or was it your employer who who noticed it? Oh, I noticed it immediately. Okay. So, you know, I say I'm 20-year online entrepreneur, but at the same time, there's all self-taught. 
You know, I taught myself how to build a website. I taught myself how to do everything. So coming into a business that's been in existence for 25 years and then asking questions and seeing that there was a little bit of gap in some areas. And so it was me, you know, I had been listening to you for years and I have some friends that had gone through the program. And so I had a little taste of of what could be. And so that was my big thing. I wanted to come in and learn what I didn't know that I should know. Yeah. And as soon as I brought it up to our CEO, she was, yes, yes, let's get this approved so you can get it done. Great. Well, of course, I'm very, very grateful that you saw this, <laughs> that you stuck with me and learned about us in true operator fashion. We kind of dig around to make sure that we're truly ready. And um, of course, having the support of your employer is awesome. What areas were you specifically looking for? Was there a particular area or was it the certificate? What was it that made you or, or kept you interested? Yeah. So the major piece that I knew that we needed was finance and KPIs. And those were two areas that I had never really needed in depth that our company needed. So those were those were the toughest modules for me. And then the other two that I really enjoyed was the org design and the HR pieces. Mm-hmm. Like that was so much fun. I had no idea I was going to enjoy it so much. Yeah. So just reflecting on that for a second, you know, a lot of people want to come in here and learn about the finance and the KPIs modules or or those disciplines. And it's an area where people feel like they have a lot of imposter, right? It's like they feel like they don't know how to interpret finances, et cetera. And that may be a true statement. I mean, for most of us, the thing that's unique about those two areas versus HR that you're talking about is HR has a lot of soft skills. I say inside of our training that HR is 70% soft skills and 30% hard skills. When you're looking at the disciplines of KPIs as well as in the financial space, it's a lot of hard skills, right? Like there's some actual, you know, disciplines and frameworks that you've got to mentally learn before you can put them into practice. And then of course, once you get those hard skills down, the soft skills come in and that's where you start to be able to, you know, spot trends, et cetera. But before Mm -hmm. you can ever get to the trends area, you have to know the basics of these things, which is what we focus on. Because if you're coming into the certification, we know that you've got the soft skills to be able to take and apply the hard knowledge into wherever it fits inside of your learning, as well as the companies that you support or your own business, you know, wherever you fall. But I think that's very, very common and something I, I'm glad you pointed out because a lot of people come in here looking for finance, KPIs, data, that kind of thing, because we know that it helps businesses move forward. And at the same time, it's one of the biggest weaknesses or gaps or completely missing from most of the businesses that we are supporting, right? Oh, yeah. We as a staff tend to see our CEOs as being all-knowing in all parts of business. Now, if you've been inside one, two, a handful, two dozen businesses, you know darn good and well that that is not ever the case (laughs) because they're people. They're just like us. We all need to round out those edges. But finance is one of the areas where your typical visionary CEO does not have a great grasp on. And so when we start to help them navigate lulls or just situations or workforce planning or budgeting, et cetera, you know, that deficiency has been glaringly obvious to me and was a, it really prompted me, especially in my, you know, moving from corporate into small business and supporting in a really holistic way versus a very 
from a very tight perspective into more of a global or holistic perspective, I knew I had to up-level my knowledge of financials and the basics were good, but I wanted to take it a little bit further. And so when I say basics, basics to me is just understanding what, you know, what your profit and loss sheet looks like, you know, what good margins are, different ways of doing that. But taking it to the next level was really understanding how we could apply those things and what we could do to fix them. And that's where our operational brains come into place. It's like, oh, wait, we're seeing this. And, and now it's trending like this. Hmm, maybe we need to set different goals. Maybe we need to have a course correction. Maybe we need a process here. Maybe, I mean, there's so much fun stuff. I get excited just thinking about all the nerdy things that, that we can see. But you, the adaptations and the things that we can do from having the understanding of what you know, a PL looks like, you already have that part. It's understanding the PL. It's being able to to know how this fits into your role. So sorry, I got on a little tangent there, but the yeah. those are very common disciplines that people come in with. And like you said, it's surprising the HR knowledge and the HR disciplines, how exciting those can be. I think that they're exciting, Mora, because they're a natural extension to your skill set, to what you come in here with. And so you get to learn a few different, you know, frameworks to be able to put those into the businesses that you're supporting. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll add also, what I loved was when I went through each of these areas was really having the instructors that bring us through. Mm -hmm. Because when I did the case studies, they would answer me the way that my brain works. So, you know, they weren't answering the whole class. It was just me. So I had a hang up with the PL and or the, the finance area, excuse me. And I'd ask all these questions. And she's like, bookkeeper, bookkeeper, bookkeeper. I'm like, yep. but I needed to switch that in my brain. So it was really great to have that individual feedback. And then the same thing with, with the KPIs. You know, I was thinking one way and she could see that. And she's like, no, 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 no. Think this way. Mm-hmm. And we have those recordings so I can go back and I can kind of, when I'm ready for it, okay, let this sink in a little bit deeper. So I was really grateful for those. Yeah. So she's referring to our expert coaches and for every discipline that we walk through, I made the decision many years ago when our certification was fairly new to bring in expert coaches, because while I can be an expert in every single area that we are teaching. I don't have as much practical knowledge as some of the people that were joining us in the certification. So when people come through with, you know, a background or even great extensive experience and education in these areas, we partner together. And what she's referring to is they become an expert coach. We have case studies and those case studies are evaluated on a one-to-one basis. And so the expert coach comes back in and gives, is going to meet you probably through a Zoom or a Loom and, you know, get you feedback on the case study that you did, but it is completely individualized. Everything that we are doing inside of operations is going to be you can't make this like a Scantron test, right? You can't make this a one, two, three, because every single person is going to apply these things a little bit differently. The type of businesses that we support are very vast. I mean, some people are brick and mortar. Some people are, you know, are working with product businesses. Some people are working with the online 
course create. I mean, there's just so many different types of businesses that are out there that our expert coaches are just wonderful about meeting students where they are and getting you, you know, what you need to be able to take the next step forward and to be able to apply this. I mean, ultimately, we have them here not only for a difference of perspective and specialty, But at the same time, we want you to get what you need so that you can step into this. If you come here looking to fill the gap of finance, we want to make sure that someone is giving you what you need to be able to take the next step. It's not just going through the course and, hey, I went through, you know, I've got a couple of degrees. And when I went through college, there were some classes that I just went through and just checked the box. And when the final was over, trust me, Natalie (laughs) does not know anything, does not retain anything. And I didn't care about retaining anything. I just wanted to walk out of that class and be done. When people come to the certification, they're looking to up-level. They're looking to specialize in the area of operations, and then they get to pick and choose. But our expert coaches are really helping you to integrate this knowledge so that we can do what we can so that you can put this back into your business or or into the businesses that you are supporting. So thanks for giving them a shout out here. I think that they are real differentiators in how we deliver. And you know, thank you again for sharing that. In going through the program, tell me how or what you have been able to apply into your employer's business. I have applied everything. I mean, when you say that I took it and I ran, you know, as soon as we started learning strategic mapping, I started applying it to our project management system so that I could go through and I could make sure that it was all there. When I did it, I mean, I did because I knew I needed it and I needed the tool, but also it was there and ready for me to go when I brought her through the strategic mapping process. Mm -hmm. And now we have it in this, in our project management tool, because now we do our weekly meetings from there. Like it all just integrates every time we did a case study, I do the case study and I would apply it to our project management tool. Like every single piece, I basically doubled it because I, I had it with us and then I had it with her. Yeah. And that's what we want. I think if you happen to be an employer who is listening to this episode, know that, you know, the milestones that we look at include the student applying whatever content area we are, you know, that they have just learned into your business. That's a milestone. We want you to get a return on investment and you know, applying it to your business is the way to do that. So I knew you did that, Maura, because you had reached all six milestones from the employer track. How has your employer, what has your leader noticed in your performance? Has there been a change? Have they, has anything been just like glowing, like been like a wow, thank you so much for bringing this here? She makes those wow statements quite frequently. (laughs) I can't say them on air, but yes. Sweet. Well, she does. She does. So that's awesome. I love to hear that. And, you know, at the end of the day, you're, you know, you're developing yourself, but you're also wanting to be in a place where, of course, you're at your peak, but also the business. I mean, we're, we're humans who, who deeply care about the work that we do and the quality that we provide. And I, of course, gratifying for me to hear that that is coming full circle when you step in, but it is mutually beneficial. Not only are you up leveling, but the business is up leveling. And, you know, I only can hope that in due time, you continue to progress in the business. Let's switch gears to your business. And, you know, we know that you're going to leverage the strategic mapping model in a VIP capacity. How are you planning to get the word out about this? Do you have a community there? Do you have, you know, how are you 
expecting to get visible so that you can get those VIP weekends booked. Right. So this actually, it falls in alignment with my personal direction for this year. So I haven't been hanging out with my entrepreneur friends so much over the last year or so, and I really miss them. So we've been chatting a bit more, but also I decided to join some online networking. I have a goal for myself. I want to test out two to three, and then I want to join at least one to two. So that is my goal and making sure that that I'm meeting people that I enjoy being with. It's not just about networking. It's about the connection first. And then, you know, if something comes of it, then we can start a phone call, start a conversation. I don't want to be this person that just comes and that that's all I do. I'm not very much into social media. I am, but I'm a terrible poster, terrible content creator. It is not my wheelhouse, but communicating and being friends is. Yes. So that's what I'm leveraging. Yeah. Relationship marketing. I think it's everything. I think it's the easiest way to have a strong business. I mean, you know, business is about sales. And I think that the best way to close a confident sale is through real, honest relationships. And they start with conversations. And I love hearing that that's, you know, the method that you're going to leverage. Are you looking for, are these connections local to you or are they online or is it a combination? It's a combination. That was a really important piece of it as well. Online is really easy, right? You know, we can make sure that we can join these conversations, but local is a little bit harder, especially when you work full time and for somebody else, not yourself. So I wanted to make sure that I could have both, that I could meet people for coffee on the weekends or do something, you know, after work. But I also knew that that would be a little bit harder to fit into my schedule. So I want to make sure I have online. Yeah, that's fantastic. Someone like you who is joining the certification and is hesitant. Actually, did you have any, were you hesitant at all? Did you have any questions when you applied? Were you thinking, hmm? I had so many questions answered beforehand. Okay. (laughs) By the time I actually submitted it, I did not. I mean, the team, I think, my gosh, we were chatting, I feel like for a year before I actually took the plunge. <laughs> they gave me every possible thing. I would even say, do you have a case study for um, yes. for employees yet? And they're like, oh, you know, here's some information for you. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were awesome and so patient with me, so very patient with me. But on my side, it was about timing. So I had just started a new job. My second daughter was going off to college. And then that fall was trying to figure out what life is like. Yeah. And then, so it, I didn't apply until the following. I I gave the proposal to our company in December and they approved it in January and I started in February. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you finally took the plunge, but <laughs> so it was timing. It was, you know, some personal things that were kind of stopping you from getting in really, really soon. And plus we're, we are fact finders. So we are going to dig and dig and dig and make sure that this is the right program, that this is the right time. We want to make sure that we maximize this. And that's pretty, pretty on point for our entire community. You know, if someone else is listening and is like, ah, this is holding me back. What would you tell them? How would you guide them? I do think timing is everything. So if you feel like you're rushing it and you can make yourself sick, then don't do it. It's not worth it. That was number because I really, really, really wanted to do it, but I knew if I did do it, it would be difficult. Mm-hmm. So I waited and it was hard to wait, but wait. And then the next piece of advice would be just finding your rhythm. So I loved it. The material came out late on Thursday, Friday morning before work started. I would listen to the, the information, 
I would apply it over the weekend and then I would test it during the week, like with my employer. And then I'd come back with it if I had any questions. So it was like this nice little rotating basis of this rhythm that I had had. The off weeks were difficult for me <laughs> to be patient. Mm-hmm. But no, that is very easy once you get the rhythm. And then I would say for case studies, as soon as you said just 90 minutes, you know, of course I would spend more than 90 minutes on it, but at least I knew you weren't expecting it to be completely perfect. You just wanted to make sure that I understood the information. Yeah. Um, and that took a lot of pressure off. Good. We give case studies with every single module, but it's important for us because we were getting feedback that people were spending a long time on them. And so we came together as a team and we were like, okay, what do we think is practical? And the other thing is you guys have lives outside of doing the certification. So we put a time limit, an encouraged time limit of 90 minutes on every case study because I mean, you had a lot going on. And so I we want your first draft of this. It doesn't have to be perfect. We want to know that you can apply what you've learned and then be able to to save some time so that we can give you feedback. And then if you want to make any corrections, you have the ability to, not corrections, but enhancements, I should say, because these are not great. Like I said, this is not like a test where there's a right or a wrong <laughs> answer. Every single one of these has a million different answers. But we want to give you the the space to be able to make those enhancements if you want to. So good point there. Well, Maura, I love chatting with you. I'm so proud of everything that you have been able to do and leverage really from yourself. But in addition to yourself, you know, knowing that you had some space to continue to develop and you've leveraged the certification to be able to help you to do that. So as we wrap up today, is there anything else you would like to share? It was so much fun to learn and to bounce ideas off of other people. And the group of women that you just pulled together to help us all is they're just amazing. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all your team. Oh, thank you so much. Maura, since we are wrapping up, do you want to share where people can find more information about you? Sure. You're welcome to follow me on uh, LinkedIn or connect with me on LinkedIn. That's a better way to say it. Mm-hmm. And I'm on Instagram and on Facebook with Systemize Ops. Awesome. And you'll find all of this inside of our show notes. Maura, thank you again for being such a star student and for taking the time today to share your experience and then also to help our students or future students to cast a vision for what they can possibly do if they come through the certification as well. Thank you for taking the time today. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I I enjoyed it. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.